Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite show about plastic surgery, health, and beauty. This is Nip Talk. Today, we got some really interesting topics. First off, Megan Fox breaks the internet with a photo from her from a Super Bowl after party spawning plastic surgery rumors. But is it fair? We're going to discuss. Then, Sharon Stone in the interview says that she's glad her plastic surgeon is dead. What could have happened? We're going to talk about that. And finally, 2023's biggest medical breakthrough. There's some crazy stuff. We're going to unpack it, and it's all coming up right now. Live from Lincoln Center in the heart of the Dallas Metroplex, this is Nip Talk. An honest and uncensored show about plastic surgery, health, beauty, and lifestyle. With your host, plastic surgeon Dr. Bruce Herman, and your co-host, entrepreneur and social media influencer Sarah Bennett. Now it's time to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of the topics everyone is talking about. It's time for Nip Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Please hit that like and subscribe button. It really helps us. I'm your host, plastic surgeon, Dr. Bruce Herman. With me, as always, is the Hi. wonderful Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Travis, in the box. You there, buddy? I am. Wouldn't be the same without you. <laughs> I am. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah. It's always a good day when we're on the show because that means it's Friday. Absolutely. Now, Travis, mm -hmm. you know I'm going to ask, <laughs> how did your speed dating thing go last weekend? Um, so the speed dating went fine. The speed dating went fine. I actually yeah. went speed dating and I had like dates lined up. Oh, that's right. It was it was both. Yeah, it was two so, different things. Anything interesting or? Um, so the the dates, like the five dates, didn't happen. It was two dates. Oh. Um, yeah, it was two dates, and then I choose between or I chose between one girl, and I end up choosing one of the girls. Oh, you did? Yes. I so is this girl. thing maybe something that could turn into something or not sure yet? Too early. Yeah, it's too early to tell. Too early. You just, you just never know. That's exciting. Now, they set up the dates for you, right? Like they, they did. So anything interesting that you guys went and did or was it just kind of run uh, the mill, grab a drink or So dinner? we went to Trinity Groves is what, it's, what it is. I've heard um, of that. Yes, yeah, Trinity Groves out in West Dallas. It's a spot called Some Dang Good Chinese Food. Oh. Um, it's like a Chinese spot out in Trinity Groves, and then oh, we nice. like hit the beer garden. It's like they. Oh yeah, right there. yeah. Chinese food and beer garden sounds yeah. like perfect nice. day to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cool time. It was a cool experience. I've never done anything like that. Man, that's really awesome. Absolutely. Fun. Absolutely. Now let's see. The soup was the Super Bowl last weekend, or was yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you, I assume you guys watched Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah I watched it. Mm -hmm. It was pretty good, man. It came down to the wire. I I was oh, I was the only one that was rooting for San Francisco between the three of us, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, all of my teams break my heart, but <laughs> you can, I should have known that KC was going to win. That's okay. That's but okay. yeah, it was a good game. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty exciting. I, I was trying to remember if there was any good commercials. I was kind of in and out on watching. This Michael Sarah did a funny commercial with Sarah V. Lotion. <laughs> oh, right. That. And then there was the one that... Was it Kanye that did one where it was like him taking a selfie? Yeah, he was he was doing like a it was literally a Snapchat video and he right. made it into a commercial. And I heard he uh, said it was so expensive that he couldn't afford to do anything else except for for that for the Snapchat. But I heard that he sold uh, like two or three times the value of that. Like he sold like twenty million dollars in in merchandise after that that I commercial. No I read that. Yeah. That's, That's pretty wild, and man. I've read the same thing. I don't know if it's true, but I've read the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that he made a lot of that. And then right. uh, just along those lines, then there was that Mark Zuckerberg taking the selfie, like when he was talking about that augmented reality thing. Yeah. That's kind of a new thing where people are doing these 
I guess, really big kind of ad campaigns where it's like, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. Just holding a selfie. Absolutely. It's kind of cool and interesting, honestly. But, well, anyway, all right. Well, speaking of the Super Bowl, I have yes. a segment related to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which I know you heard about, uh, Sarah. Yeah, I did, saw it. <laughs> did you hear about this uh, Trelvis with uh, Megan Fox? Um, I did, kind of. Like, you guys, do you guys remember her? Like, I mean, no, I, no, I yeah. From, I mean, I remember her from the Transformers movie because yeah. she like came out of nowhere right. and was. She, I grew up watching her in like little teeny bopper movies. Oh right, because she was in some stuff before she was that. Like, yeah, she was all over yeah. it. Well, Megan Fox kind of broke the internet because of a picture that they took of her at a Super Bowl party. Yeah. And it spawned all this talk about you know had she had plastic surgery and then the same old conversation of you know our actresses you know changing their appearance. And, uh, I feel so, like we've talked about her before. I don't think we've talked about Megan Fox, have we? About, no, not that I can remember. I don't remember. I, don't I probably remember because I really do have, I had like the hugest crush on her when I was like younger. I thought she was just the most beautiful. She is really pretty, yeah, she's, but she, I, she's definitely had some type of yeah, yeah. stuff. So I want to throw up the picture that broke the internet and, and social media. So toss this one up. Yeah. Uh, so when I saw that, I was like pretty uh, shocked at first. I was like, it doesn't look like. Megan Fox and uh, I can understand why this picture did drum up you know some some conversation and some questions of like you know what yeah. has she, what has she done but she came she came back on social media and you know kind Posted of did another picture yeah she clapped back and said look you know this is just bad lighting and it's the way I'm you know making this Her little kissy this, face yeah the kissy face so there was actually a picture just later and I want to throw it up because she is kind of absolutely right that because of the lighting and because of the way that she, you know, was doing her face with her yeah. lips and stuff, it made her, it made that picture look way worse or maybe way different or exaggerated than she normally does. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, I do think that if you look at that picture of her, either one of those two that we just posted compared to pictures in the past, I mean, she does look a lot different. Yeah. And so, you know, it brings up the question of, you know, well, one, you know, has she gone too far with this or, you know, two, what has she done? So I want to throw up a picture from her. Uh, I think this one is from 07 or 09. Yeah. So that's the Megan Fox that I kind of remember. I mean, honestly, she kind of looks like the girl next door, really. I mean, you know, I mean, she's obviously a very beautiful yeah. woman, but, you know, just looks, you know, not, I, she doesn't look like she's had anything, anything done there. No. And so, um, yeah. So when you compare it to the other one, I can't remember which one I put up. I think it was actually the bad one. Yeah, it was the bad one. It probably wasn't fair to do that. But um, yeah. So looking at that, I mean, I, I think that we probably would all agree. It looks like she's augmented her lips at least a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think the way that she's posing is not necessarily. Yeah, I don't think that helps. But honestly, I think, I think she still looks really great. She's. She's, I t I've watched, I follow her on Instagram, uh -huh. so it's like, I've seen her talk about how she feels about herself, and she's yeah. come out and said, like, she's struggled with her appearance for so long, and it, I think it's because she Man, was always, she's always been this, like, sex object, you know, like this, yeah. this girl that's supposed to be, like, every guy's dream kind of thing, and she's like, I can't even keep up with the young. She can't live up to the, yeah, the she, hype, I guess. Yeah, so she says she's always struggled with it. Wow, so. that's just crazy, and sad, too. I mean, because I, I do think she's, is and was one of the most beautiful yeah. actresses. She just looks, to me, she just looks very, like, smooth. Like, her, like you, her face just doesn't have any type of, like, like, she just doesn't look like a... No curves or contour to it? Yeah, like, she's yeah, she does look thinner. very, like, like, 
I don't know. I think there is two surgeries she had done when I was looking at her photos. And and, and I'm not dogging people for having surgery, obviously, because that's like my whole yeah, I know. business. I think she looks great, but... I mean, I she know. does <laughs> look really good, but to me, she looks very different to the point that if someone had thrown up maybe that second picture, not the one that kind of looks bad because of the light and the way she's making her face, but... I'm not sure I would have recognized her because I haven't, I didn't, I just did follow her on Instagram because of this, but I hadn't been following her. So I hadn't seen any recent pics, but comparing her like 07 to current picture, there's two things that I saw like surgery wise that I feel pretty confident about. One is I think she had her nose done. It looks a lot thinner to me. Mm -hmm. Now you can get that look with contouring makeup. Yeah. We've discussed that before, but you know, I kind of zoomed in on it. I was like, yeah, it looks like she's probably had her, her nose, her, her alo, which is the kind of the curved part of the nose to me looks a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, and also like just the, the root of her nose looks a little thinner, um, which is fine. I mean, if people want to get a nose job, get a nose job. I mean, you know, yeah. I have, I'm not at all dogging her for, for doing it. I, I personally thought her nose looked fine, For sure. you know, but yeah. it's not up to me. I mean, you know, a lot of times people come in, I think people look good, but they want to change something a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, as long as it's reasonable, I, I don't have a problem with it. But I do think she probably had a nose job. Um, and then the other thing surgery-wise, throw up that, that next pic picture, Travis. Um, yeah, so I think without question, she had a breast augmentation, which I think she's had some kids. And so, you know, super common after women have kids to, to get an augmentation to kind of fill things back out. But yeah, I mean, natural breasts don't sit the way that that picture on on the right does that's just yeah that's not that's not natural which is fine i mean a lot of people get augmentations that look like augmentation so once again i'm not trying to beat up megan fox uh whatsoever because I, I do really like her as an actress um but yeah i mean i do think she has changed her look a lot and you know i would and i wouldn't necessarily dog her for that either i mean she's kind of going for this rock girl look i mean she's in her fiance machine gun kelly yeah i mean the rapper i mean so she's like in this whole rock and roll lifestyle and and you know she's she's looking the part i mean you know uh it's different than what maybe we were used to and you know you were seeing her on the whatever shows it was that she was on what yeah. show teamer what shows she was on she was on like um I know that I she was, was like on a, some stuff. It was called like Teenage Drama Queen or oh, something. Oh, uh, Life Lindsay of Lohan. a Teenage Drama Queen or something? Yeah, like yeah. she always played like a B word. Oh. <laughs> always. Because <laughs> she, she has, because she's just Right, because she that, has that look, right? She's, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally She's got that. dark hair and like yeah. those like eyes, Like you the know? mean girl. So she always plays like mm -hmm. this kind of like, yeah, yeah, just the mean girl. And she was in uh, New Girl for a while. That show New Girl that was on oh, Fox. I didn't see that one. Yeah. She's been in a lot of stuff when I was kind of doing research for this. Like, oh, wow, yeah. she has done a lot of things since Transformers, which is what I always yeah. remember her for. Uh, but, but yeah. And then uh, other stuff. I mean, yeah, I think she probably did her lips. Uh, in that second picture, they don't look too bad. Throw, can you throw up that uh, Travis, the one? Not the one where she the light's all bad, but the second one of her. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think her lips look pretty good there. Uh, I, I, you know, I do think she probably had some filler, but I don't think it's a bad job. Um, yeah. And to me, her cheeks don't look too full. I mean, her, to me, her face looks a little thin. I mean, she probably just has, you know, lost weight or, you know, been exercising. No, yeah, she's definitely more toned. Yeah, definitely. She's definitely thinned yeah. down, like, her body fat percent. I can, Not like, that she Now I can to. always tell now from looking at pictures with you. Uh -huh. I can always tell when girls get something done or, like, anybody gets yeah, something done. Yeah, look at you, expert. Like, I was, five. I was watching the show um, Tacoma FD Fire Department. It's uh -huh. on, like... It's like a funny show. It's about firefighters. Uh -huh. The guys that made um, that oh, funny Reno cop 911. show. Oh, Reno 911. And the girl that's on there, she, you could, like, I noticed, like, I saw, like, 
filler and Botox. instantly you're like listing like off. after <laughs> yeah. like after a season was finished and the new season oh, right. started yes, and, and I could different. see mm-hmm. and I found out that she was she's on Yellowstone too. Oh, who is she on Yellowstone? I don't know. She's okay. a blonde girl. She's really pretty. But Wait, like, she's like forty. Or, okay, I was wondering if she was like the daughter character in Yellowstone. No, that's not her. That's no, not her. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I think but you saw it she plays one of those like buckle bunnies is what they call it. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. What about you, Travis? Do your friends now rely on you to be the expert plastic surgery person in your, in your group? Not so much. Not yet? Okay. Not, not yet. Not so okay. much. But I do be on the lookout for it more now. <laughs> Are you okay? I definitely be on the lookout for it. Cool. Well, I'm glad that this is like, you know, it's kind of branched out you guys and new expertise that you could share with the yeah. world absolutely but no i think megan fox i think to your point she looks amazing she looks yeah. different uh, she to me she doesn't look like she used to but i hate you know what if you want to change your look and your appearance go for it i don't I think any of her work is is bad i mean that picture was bad but i mean who hasn't taken a bad picture it's i mean just if anybody goes like this yeah it's gonna look life. like you have like yeah, it looks like, at first I was like, oh my God, she had a buckle fat removal. I'm like, no. Yeah, and then no. I saw the next picture and I was yeah. like, no, no, she didn't. But uh, yeah, so anyway, I mean, she's had some work done, obviously, but I think it's good work. I mean, I'm not going to dog her at all. I think all of the hate that she caught is just, you know, you know how the internet is. You know, they just love to dogpile people for yeah, things. Know. And so, so you go, Megan Fox. I think you look great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, seriously. <laughs> all right. Well, let me know. What do you think about Megan Fox? Leave us a comment. Did she do too much? Does she look as good now as she did when she was in Transformers? I don't know. I think she. I think she does. Just different. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say that all that hate was un, unwarranted. Pe- bored people. Yeah, bored people on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to the next sec. Talking about hate, man. I saw the title of this article that popped up in one of my feeds. I was like, oh my gosh. I, yeah, I hadn't heard about this. I have to hear about this one. So this uh, comes uh, from, you guys remember um, uh, Sharon Stone? Sorry, I'm blanked on her name for a minute. Mm-hmm. That's the, Ozzy Osbourne's, is that her? No, no, that's Sharon Osbourne. Okay. Sharon Stone was very, very, very famous in, when was it, the 90s? I think it was the 90s for a movie called Basic Instinct. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember that? I don't remember the movie, but uh, I, I remember see, that part. We're going to see a picture yeah, of her, Yeah, the right? part. Yeah, so, well, I just have a picture of her recently. She's uh, 65 now, I think. Um, so she uh, was in this movie called Basic Instinct, and, and a lot of people I'm, know, I'm sure know what I'm going to talk about. So there was this scene. So she was kind of uh, like a bad person in the movie. She was murdering people, and she was seducing them and killing them. It was a very sexual movie. And there's a scene where she's being questioned by the police, and she has her like legs crossed, and she's like in this little you know crop dress and then she like uncrosses her legs like this and she didn't have any underwear on and and that scene was in the movie which at the time was you know kind of a big deal for a rated r movie to have something like that and it spawned all of these i mean at the time they weren't called memes but you know all of these internet you know people talking about it uh so that i I don't know i'm sure she's more famous for other things but that's how i always remember it from the 90s because she was she was well known i feel like if i saw a picture of her from she had she she looked actually very similar to her picture that we just showed, except obviously she was you know thirty years younger. Yeah. I so, don't know why I can't like place her. Yeah, she had short blonde hair, just you know very toned, very attractive. Um, the movie was pretty good. It was just you know it was kind of racy for the time. Yeah. Anyway, enough <laughs> digressing about Basic Instinct. Um, so I saw an article uh, with Sharon Stone in it. Uh, she went into an interview. And uh, she was in the news talking about this plastic surgery nightmare. And she, she said that she was really glad that her plastic surgeon was now dead. 
pretty serious. I was like, whoa! I was like, what could have possibly happened where you would wish death on someone? It's really and weird. so uh, I, I looked it up, and there was a little bit of information about it, uh, about what happened. She talked a little bit about it, but I couldn't like find like who was the plastic surgeon or any you know good details because this this actually happened in 2001. So oh. in 2001, so I guess she was 40, uh, you know, 43 at the time. Uh, she was found to have some large benign tumors in her breast. Yeah. And so at some point, someone recommended that she have these removed, which, you know, uh, you know, playing armchair quarterback. I mean, I'm not sure that was probably a good idea. You know, uh, I was trying to think what she may have had. And I, I think it is interesting to talk about, okay, it was speculating because it didn't say what it was. It just said benign tumors. So... You know, one of the most common benign tumors of the breast is fibroadenoma, which is just a benign growth in the breast. But the thing is, is they tend to be pretty singular and they don't, they don't always, or don't tend to be bilateral, okay. you know, and she had both breasts basically removed for these. So although fibroadenoma is really common, I don't think that was it. It could have been just cystic breast disease. I don't know if you guys are familiar. I mean, there yeah. are women who get this very dense cystic breast tissue uh -huh. and, and, and being doing what I do. I mean, I've examined a million different, you know, women breasts and you, and you do see it from time to time and, and it can feel really, really hard. I mean, almost yeah. like unnaturally hard and you can definitely have that on both sides. And so I think that that's definitely a possibility. There's another one called pseudoangiomatous stromal hyperplasia, which is just a big long doctor word for kind of abnormal growth of breast tissue and blood vessels. Okay. Um, that tends to be single side as well. So I doubt that was it because she did have both done. And finally, the other thing is uh, phylloides tumor, uh, which is a, uh, it's a benign tumor that can turn into cancer. They tend to be pretty big, but they don't tend to be bilateral. Okay. So I think she probably either had cystic breast disease or just very dense breast tissue and someone you know, recommended her to have that removed. I mean, of course, I'm playing armchair quarterback, but probably was not necessarily. The plastic surgeon that died was the one that recommended to. No, it wasn't oh. the one that did it. Someone oh. else removed these things. Okay. And so after she healed from that, she went to a plastic surgeon to get reconstruction, which is very common. It's very similar to people who get mastectomies for, yeah. for real cancer and go on to get reconstruction. And so it didn't go into a lot of detail about exactly what went down, but the gist of it was as she went and saw a surgeon and I guess they had a plan and then she went into surgery and when she woke up, she found out or instantly noticed that he had put breast implants in her. Yeah. And that was not something that they had discussed. Oh. So per her, you know, and I, I couldn't verify this by finding the plastic surgeon because apparently he's dead now. Um, <laughs> he, uh, I mean, he sad. put breast implants in her without her consent. Now, if that's true, that is a no, colossal no. mistake. Yeah. I mean, that is not cool. You know, in a lot of, you know, states that would be considered assault. Yeah. Um, if you do a surgery on somebody they didn't consent to. Um, so she was very, very unhappy about that, <laughs> that he, uh, he, He's that like, he put, oh, they look better with these. Well, that's exactly care. what she said. So there was a quote and it said that he's, he, and this is her talking, you know, she said, this is what he told me that I did it to match your hips and we decided it would fit your body better than whatever uh -huh. previous plan we discussed. And so, you know, I, I guess, you know, what really happened here? Well, I mean, it's only one of two things. I mean, one, the surgeon really went rogue and put in implants without... I thought he was doing her a favor. Right. You know, I mean, which, it, I mean, it's a little hard to believe someone would do that, especially, I mean, I mean, not that you would treat a celebrity any different, but you know, someone high profile like that to make such a really, really exactly bad decision. What you 
like what they say. Right. So and so the other, the other thing that it could be, and just to you know, play devil, devil's advocate and, and be fair, is it could have been poor communication between them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, uh, and, and I, I, this is one of my serious pet peeves with, with certain doctors. And, and, and when I was going through my training, I saw people do what I'm about to talk about and it really bugged me. So I did, I do the complete opposite, but there are a lot of doctors that'll come in. And so, you know, so you're the patient. Oh, Sarah, you're here for breast reconstruction. Okay, cool. So we, we got a couple things that we can do. Um, you know, you'll be down for four or five days, but it's pretty easy surgery. All right, we'll see you next week when we do this. And there's not a lot of explanation of, okay, well, what exactly yeah. does that mean? Because the average person, if you just say they're, you know, you're going to do breast reconstruction on someone, the average person's had no idea what that means. Yeah. So maybe his breast reconstruction right. included, always um, include. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and to be fair, that's the most popular way to reconstruct breasts is to yeah. use implants. I mean, that is the most popular way. And so there is that possibility that it, in good faith, he was doing what he said he was going to do, but he didn't explain it properly. Now, both, both options of what may have happened are still the, the surgeon's fault. Yeah. I mean, you know, if it was the first one where he just totally went rogue and said, I'm going to do surgery A, but in, did surgery B instead, that was something completely different. Not acceptable. I mean, absolutely terrible, you know, on the, that's malpractice and, and can be considered assault. Yeah. If it was just poor communication, I mean, still bad on him, you know, um, but it's a little bit less egregious, I guess. Yeah. Because, um, you know, uh, I mean, I, I guess I don't think she sued him for that. Yeah, I'm like, did he was he did he keep practicing until he died? Did she ever get her yeah, implants I, I, removed? I assume he didn't sue, and, and and that kind of makes me think it was more the poor communication thing because you know what may have been in his medical records is well, patient Stone and I discussed reconstruction, which included these options, yeah, you know, augmentation, you know, tissue fat grafting or whatever, and so it was kind of listed out that maybe they did talk about it, but when actually verbally they were talking, he didn't make that clear. Yeah. So I, I think probably that's the more likely. Yeah, I feel like that too, because it's like if you're doing plastic surgery on a famous person, it's like yeah, your I mean, work is going to be seen uh -huh. by a lot of people. And if you mess it up, they're going to say something. Right. Yeah. So if you do something like directly what they didn't want. Yeah. So if you do something I, yeah. the complete opposite of like what they agreed to, you're, you're going to catch grief for that for sure. Yeah. I could see that it's the way you explained it. So, you know, sure. with everything that we talk about, you know, I always like to discuss if there is anything to learn from this. And, and I do think that there is, uh, you know, and I, I talk about this all the time that, um, having a good doctor patient relationship is just critical. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what really bugs me when there are surgeons or other doctors They just kind of breeze through the room. And it's like, Oh, Hey, you're going to have a breast augmentation. Cool. We'll see you next week when we do it. I mean, that that's not good relationship. You know, if the patient doesn't understand what's happening to them, you know, and at least some detail, I mean, they don't, you know, need to know every step of an operation, but I mean, I, I do go through the steps of operation with patients say, okay, this is what I do. Then I do this then I do that. Yeah. So that they at least have a basic understanding of what's happening to them, you know, go over, you know, recoveries, instructions, and, and it does help. I mean, you know, very rarely do we have patients that come out confused or, or, yeah. you know, feeling like that they didn't, that something happened. I mean, I can't really remember anyone that came out and said, well, this isn't, you know, what you told me it was going to be. Yeah. And, and that does happen sometimes in medicine. So, you know, if you're picking a doctor and, and this doesn't necessarily have to be a plastic surgeon, it could be any doctor. You know, find a doctor that'll spend at least a little time to talk to you. Mm -hmm.
you know, because it, it's better that way. I mean, uh, I find that patients that understand things are more uh, apt to be involved in their own care. And there's no doubt that those people have better outcomes. You know, yeah. people who follow instructions, you know, people that, you know, come to their follow-ups, like they're going to do better than people that just do whatever they want. Yeah. that I think that applies in like every part yeah. of medicine for sure. I, and, and, you know, and I do think it's the doctor's responsibility. Ultim ultimately, it's the doctor's responsibility to make sure that patients understand things. So, you know, I'm not going to put it on patients that, oh, you, you, you know, you're expected to ask these things. Mm -hmm. I, I do think it's good when people do their own research. I mean, I love it when I'm doing a consult and people are like, I have a list of questions. I'm like, oh, great. Well, let me, you know, do my spiel and, and then anything I don't answer, I'm happy to answer. And a lot of times, you know, cause I've done things so many times, I usually answer the questions, but okay. it shows that people did their own research, they're involved with their care and, and they're much more likely to get on the other side of things and have, have a good outcome. For sure. So, um, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting though. I, I've never heard anybody wish their plastic surgeon would die. I've heard people say, you know, they're unhappy, but that's pretty intense. Yeah. I want to, I wonder if she got the implants removed. I don't know. Still, it's like, a good question. Yeah, I wanted more information. If she was that dissatisfied with them, mm -hmm. I would think she would get them removed. She very well may have. I mean, I don't know. Um, that's an interesting question. I guess I could have like dug up some pictures to see if it looks like she still has implants. Yeah. I mean, if she has any type of breast mount, she probably does. Although she could have had a tissue reconstruction. So, sure. yeah, I don't know. Um, it was pretty wild. I wanted to know more information for sure. I, I was like trying to look up the doctor. And I, wonder, the I wonder if like the rest of her interview was like sour and spiteful though. Oh, because was, like, of in that a bad mood like brought up bad memories yeah like if like you know like if she was, it was just in a mood i think it was a i think it was an interview for a magazine um it wasn't like a, a live one or i, I would have watched it I, yeah I, and now i can't remember what it was for um maybe i wrote it down <laughs> uh no man i didn't write it down it was an interview that she was doing i forgot but but yeah i thought that was pretty interesting that that you know she's claiming this doctor just did something totally not what they had talked about and that yeah. and it may have happened or it just may have been bad communication i mean and interestingly enough like when was the surgery done oh one yeah nobody even heard about it was it did it make like tabloids i didn't find any of, like, news about it no she probably it? kept it quiet you know Maybe, i mean a lot yeah. of people don't want their bad experiences aired in public you know the public forum most people yeah most people most celebrities so but anyway, uh, yeah, very interesting. Uh, I do think there are things to learn about this this incident, and that is make sure you have a good doctor-patient doctor -patient relationship. It is important. You'll end up having better outcomes. And if your doctor is not willing to kind of meet you halfway and, and talk to you, then just find another doctor, period. I mean, there's yeah. lots of doctors out there, so find one that you're comfortable with. Definitely. Important stuff. Yes. Right, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to a more medical topic. Um, there uh, was a recent article talking about some of the biggest medical breakthroughs of 2023. You like my picture? Yeah, it's AI, I'm guessing. What? No, I drew that. <laughs> yeah, it's an AI pic. Um, so I, I was actually pretty interested in this because it's very, very amazing how fast the speed of medicine works. There are... Yeah. I mean, now I've been in medicine so long that that really a lot of time has transpired since I started, and and I've seen some pretty amazing advances mm -hmm. in 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 things like the biggest one that pops in my mind is that you know back when I was younger, one of the worst things that I feared was getting hepatitis C from an exposure of blood. 
because I, I had this bad experience when I was a, a surgery intern where there was another surgeon that came in with hepatitis C and ended up dying. And we were trying to do, we did a liver transplant, actually two on him. Mm -hmm. And then he ended up dying. And I was like, geez, man, I definitely don't want to get hepatitis C. And so that's something that in the back of my mind, because, you know, when you're a surgeon, you're, you're exposed to blood and needles. And I mean, and, and needle sticks happen. I, I stick myself probably once a year. Yeah. Um, because I just throw so many sutures when I'm doing these big cases yeah. and it happens. And, and fortunately, most time when, when I've, well, all the times I've stuck myself, it's been with a solid needle. You don't yeah. want to get stuck with a hypodermic needle. That's the bad one. Okay. So like nurses are more at risk for that because they're okay. doing blood draws okay. um, to get contaminated blood. I'm using needles for sewing. So they're solid. They're less likely to transmit. But anyway, I digress. Um, they ended up coming up with a cure for hepatitis C, which was unbelievable. I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy it's like coming up with a cure for cancer not really but yeah but you know something that was really a big problem that that they found a cure for so uh, i was very interested in this in this article and, and some of these things are a little bit esoteric but um i thought it'd be just interesting to know what are the big medical breakthroughs for 2023 so we're going to discuss yeah. so have you guys heard of rsv yes you, i know you have because you have kids Travis rsv heard uh -huh. of that one? yeah I have. yeah respiratory syncytial virus so um, most people think that that is a disease of kids, or I, I kind of historically have thought that, that, you know, you always worry about your kids getting yeah. RSV. Um, but actually there is a very high number of older adults. So like, you know, over 65, they get RSV every year. And I didn't know this. It actually hospitalizes 60, 60 to 120,000 elderly people every year. Oh, kind of like pneumonia. Yeah, it's, 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 it's actually the most common cause of lower respiratory tract infection. Uh, it's a viral, you know, it's a viral pneumonia. Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, we'd call it walking. I've always called viral pneumonia, walking pneumonia, mm -hmm. as opposed to bacterial, which does tend to be a little bit more aggressive. Mm -hmm. um, and there's six to 10,000 deaths a year from, from RSV in, in older patients. So uh, they actually have come out with a vaccine for RSV, which is nice. new. Um, that's not something that I think- Is it for adults? Yes, it's for it's it's. I think it's targeted for older adults. Okay, kind of like so, the shingles. You know, vaccine. I mean, I'm sorry. Kind of like when older people get the shingles vaccine. Yeah, something like that. Yes, yeah. things that affect older adults more. So, yeah. I don't think they're trying to give it to kids, or that wasn't mentioned in the article. But yeah, pretty wild. RSV vaccine, something that's totally new. Uh, I don't know about the efficacy yet because it is kind of brand new. Mm -hmm. um, but that's something that's out there. If if at least you can ask your doctor about if you're if you or yourself or have family that are older. So uh, next, this one's uh, pretty interesting. They've come out with a new gene therapy for sickle cell disease. Oh. So sickle cell disease, uh, for those that aren't familiar, is a genetic condition where your red blood cells go from a spherical to a more sickle or knife type shape. And, and that's not good. It tends to cause the blood vessels to get caught up or cause damage mm -hmm. in the organs and can cause a whole host of problems like stroke and kidney disease, right. uh, uh, blood clots in, in bad places. Uh, it's very common in African-American community. Um, Travis, are you, are you familiar with sickle cell disease? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I am. So uh, it affects one in 365 African-Americans, uh, which is a, a much higher number than the than the general population. It's, it's a genetic thing. Yeah. Um, so they have a new gene therapy for it, which is apparently very effective. Uh, it's something new that hasn't been out before. And uh, there are a lot of people that suffer with sickle cell in the United States. And so, you know, anything that could potentially treat those patients, I think is pretty interesting. Absolutely. Okay, here's an interesting one. Sarah, I want your thoughts on this. And I meant to ask my wife if she's, 
Sydney, if you're watching, let me know what you think about this next one. Um, it's over-the-counter birth control pills. So yeah. historically, birth control has always been prescribed. By, prescri by prescription. Uh, and, and the reason for that is most uh, birth controls, and, and my wife's probably going to yell at me because I've messed this up. Most of them, I think, are estrogen-progestion combo. And I think the estrogen is what makes them a little bit more... I don't want to say dangerous, but more prone to have side effects. And mm -hmm. so it's important that you talk to a doctor to go over, you know, do you have risk factors that might aggravate these, yeah. these risk, uh, do you have risk factors that will aggravate the risk factors of the birth control pills? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the main, but I've always heard, you know, that there has been this push to do it over the counter just to increase accessibility, which, you know, I think is a good thing. So there's a new progestin only mini pill. They call them mini pills because they only have progestin. Uh, that is now FDA approved for being over the counter. You can literally yeah. go pick it up at a pharmacy. Did you know I, about this? Is yeah, this like a I thing that women take, know about? Uh, yeah, I used to take a called, it was like Lolo Estrogen. Okay. Lolo Estrin is what it was called, but it was because it was low estrogen. Right. Because I have naturally high blood pressure. And whenever oh, I was right. yeah. birth control, if yeah. I take regular birth control, it um, gives me like even worse more. yeah mm -hmm. yeah you have to be careful i mean there are some pretty severe side effects from some of those but now i don't take any of it because i think it's all not very great for your hormones in general was that one that you took over the counter or prescription um it was prescribed it was but prescribed, that was before yeah. yeah i mean i i got that prescribed to me after i had avery gotcha so. i mean to my knowledge this is the only one that's over the counter I, i've been hearing that they were going to make birth control over the counter forever and then there was some pushback from the doctors because as you just said, you know, there are risk factors associated with mm -hmm. that. We all know that. And if for someone like yourself who has, you know, a baseline blood pressure that's high, I mean, yeah, you definitely need to at least have a doctor check you out before you get it. But the mini pills, I think, are a little um, less likely to give you those issues. Yeah. So it, I think I'm like, didn't they have, aren't they coming out with like a male for, form of I, birth control or something? I've heard that that's in the works, but I, I haven't seen it yet. And like the main reason why they don't think it'll work is because they just don't think men will men be Men won't consistent. take it. They're not, they're not reliable. They won't, they won't be able to take a pill every day. <laughs> yeah, they'll real, forget. Real quick, uh, Robert Dreschel said, uh, I'm not sure I trust OTC birth control pills. I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, okay, Robert. I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, yeah, I, I think that they're pretty effective. I, I, I don't think they would release it if it didn't work pretty well. Uh, some of those, uh, the oral concepts are, you know, 99% plus effective. Yeah. And I think that, you know, probably some of the ones that aren't, that fail, maybe just to how you take it if you miss a pill or something. Yeah, you have yeah. to, you're supposed to yeah. take it at the exact si right. same time yeah. every day. So uh, also for women, the next medical breakthrough, which I, I found very interesting, is they found a potential cause for morning sickness. So morning sickness in pregnancy is extremely common. 80% of women get it. Uh, it can be very severe to the point that it can you know, almost keep you bed bound. So they found a hormone called GDF15, which is produced by the fetus. And this hormone is what's been linked to causing morning sickness, because yeah. when that level of that particular hormone, GDF15, gets high in the, the mom's bloodstream, then they have morning sickness. I never had it. You never had it? Mm -mm. I was trying to remember if my wife had it. I don't think she had it bad, uh, to my remembrance. When my sisters did. Did they? My oldest sister, for well, sure. It wasn't even like morning sickness. It was just like she would just get nauseous yeah. from anything. Like. And so what the, the article was also went into a little bit more detail, saying that some people 
are more sensitive to this particular hormone. So it's not just is the fetus kicking out a lot of this hormone, but how sensitive are you to it yeah. that uh, determine morning sickness. But the important thing is, is once you kind of find a cause for a problem, then it's a lot easier to, to, to make a cure. Remember, yeah. Yeah. So they don't have a cure for it yet, but you know, now that they know exactly what's causing, what's causing it, it yeah. that might be the next thing. Okay. This is another good one. Uh, this one's also going back to uh, older adults. The first fully approved drug for Alzheimer's was released. Now I saw that. I, I thought that there was, I thought Aricept had been out for a while, but what it was saying is that the previous drugs had ended up failing clinical trials. Um, so I, I, I probably should have actually looked at that because I remember Aricept has been out a while. I, that's, I don't know, have I you heard of that one, Aricept? It. It's just a drug that a lot of people that have Alzheimer's take. But since I don't really treat Alzheimer's, I, I wasn't really clear on how well it worked. I didn't think it was a miracle cure drug from just my basic knowledge of when it. When did that, that drug that you're talking about come out? It's been a long time, oh. like 10 or 15 years at least. Oh. Yeah. Um, it runs in my family, so. Alzheimer's does. So there's a new drug out called Lekimbi, L-E-Q-E-M-B-I. And it has been shown in clinical trials uh, to slow cognitive decline associated with Alzheimer's. And it does it by targeting the amyloid beta plaque. So Alzheimer's disease is a result of this plaque buildup in the brain, mm -hmm. which starts to affect you know, how the circuits run and mm -hmm. how the messages are transferred from different areas of your brain, which affects cognition. And this drug attacks those plaques that are the, the cause of, of Alzheimer's. And it uh, apparently is fairly effective. It didn't give like any hard numbers, but they were very um, positive on it. And it's just uh, received FDA approval. And so I assume that we'll be hearing of people. Yeah, so do you like, get it prescribed if you've been diagnosed or is it yes. like more of a preventative? No, I think it's, it's not a preventative. Well, I don't know, maybe if, that's a good question. Uh, like I, I know, I think you, I don't, I know it's a hereditary it is. most of the time. Yeah. And so it's like, I wonder if, if you take it preemptively, yeah, that's a good question. I'll ask some of my medical doctor friends if they know the answer to that. I mean, yeah. I could probably do a Google search, but probably better to ask a doctor. Yeah. I don't really treat Alzheimer's being a surgeon, especially a plastic surgeon. Um, I have basic knowledge of it. I remember the amyloid beta plaques as the cause, but yeah, this is a new drug, Lekimbi, L-E-Q-E-M-B-I, uh, first fully approved, fully approved drug by the FDA. Probably, I bet Aricept was maybe partially approved or it I had some green light, but they were like, nah, it may or may not work. To add to that, I saw an article about how um, diabetes is linked to dementia and oh, yeah. Alzheimer's. Diabetes leaked to so much. Yeah, because uh, they've, they've discovered that it's an, they, that it's like an insulin mm -hmm. situation yeah. as well. So I thought that was interesting because that also runs in my family. So I'm like, Yeah, make Yay. sure you, you go to the doctor regularly? Yeah. Good for you. I don't have diabetes, but... It's good to like just keep on top of things just to make sure that nothing's popping up. Yeah. Okay, uh, as a surgeon, the next one is super interesting to me. So one of the worst cancers that out there that you can get, like absolute worst is pancreatic cancer. Yes. The five-year more, or sorry, the five-year survival rate. So, um, so five-year survival rate is a, is a very common gauge of how dangerous a cancer is. And, and basically it's a number that says, okay, five years after diagnosis, what percent of patients are still gonna be alive? And so for something like stage one breast cancer, it's 98%, mm -hmm. which is really high, right? 98% yeah. of people are still alive. Um, as the stages get worse, then you know that number starts to drop. But uh, the overall five-year mortality rate, or, or five-year survival rate, sorry, the, the five-year survival rate, 
um, for pancreatic cancer is 10%. It's terrible. It means 90% of people who get a pancreatic cancer diagnosis will be dead within five years. Yeah. It's crazy high. I remember doing um, a lot of endocrine surgery when I was in general surgery and surgical oncology. And I just, I didn't like pancreatic cancer because I just felt so bad for the patients. It was just very kind of sudden. It's a very ominous cancer. It pops up and usually by the time it's diagnosed, it's really advanced. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. By the time you know that it's there. Yeah, it's really it's bad. And the pancreas is right there by some super critical structures. So once it starts spreading, I mean, it's problematic very, yeah. very quickly. So there's actually a new vaccine for pancreatic cancer, which is kind of the new thing where they're getting vaccines to to not only prevent, but treat cancer. So this vaccine triggers T cells to actually attack the cancer cells. Now, the thing about this, this vaccine is it didn't work for everyone. So in the trial, uh, I wanna say about half the people had a really, really good response. But w what was amazing is in the people that got that big T cell response, it, it actually cleared the cancer to where they couldn't detect it like a year or two later. Oh. That is unbelievable. I mean, a lot so of people- So it saved they, people? Yes, yes. Nice. That's what they're saying. Now, the trial is pretty small, um, so it's not you know, this really big landmark trial, but the, the, initial, inf the initial data was very, very encouraging to me. Um, and, and to be fair, pancreatic cancer is not super common. I mean, it's not like breast cancer, or lung cancer, colon cancer, mm -hmm. where the numbers are really high. Yeah. But like I said, what made it really, really bad is just it's very, very aggressive. It's very common that it's uh, pretty far advanced when it's diagnosed and yeah. it's just there's not great treatments for it But this size is very encouraging. So yeah, I, I found that interesting. Finally Coming back to the very beginning of the segment AI. Okay uh, AI programs boosted cancer detection for breast cancer So uh, there was this program developed by the Brits. Um, it had a name like Lucy or Mia. I can't remember now uh, it had it had, uh, had a name, and it was a AI program that looked at screening breast radiographs. Okay. And compared to humans, it picked up 13% more early breast cancers than the radiologist did. Our jobs are getting replaced already. Oh my god! It's going to happen to everyone. AI is going to replace us. Um, so I mean that is interesting um, in that. Uh, you know, AI is being used to, I guess, augment human human detection. I don't think AI will ever replace, you know, human like like a radiologist. I don't think that's going to happen. But I bet it'll be like a safeguard. You yeah. know, the the human will read it, then the AI reads it, and then you make sure that they they Correct. coincide. Yeah, they. I mean, for anything involving AI, I feel like you have to like go <laughs> yeah. back because it because AI will just make. I mean, make stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen that word. before. Oh, it's fine. AI, AI occasionally will do that. And I've actually like If you ask out. it to like write a, like a book report about you, it, like if it doesn't, if it needs something yeah, to it'll add just, something, it'll, fill it'll be in like, the blanks. did you know he was an astronaut? Or, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> astronaut. <laughs> it'll just put something in there. And I've had to do know. that before. I've actually had AI make some pretty silly mistakes. Um, and, and if you correct it, it'll, it'll be it kind of embarrassed. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You're right. Um, so you do, you do have to, to check AI. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of it, as you guys know. I, I use it all the time. In fact, I use it for the segment we're doing. I mean, not for the, for the body of it, but yeah. for the opening photo. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, you do got to kind of keep an eye on it. Yeah. It has a tendency to go rogue sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you, did you see the – I don't know if it was from today or yesterday, but um, President Putin said that he has a vaccine for cancer. 
Oh, he does? Like, that's like a real thing or? Yeah, it was like, it was a, like I saw a post about it. Really? Yeah. I did not see that. I will absolutely go Doesn't look that up. Doesn't he say stuff like, stuff like that all the time? Like he's like, we got this. And then you're like, okay. And then it like never. And it never shows? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know a whole lot about Putin. Um, I did watch Me that either. interview that he did with uh, yeah, Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Carlson yeah. It was very long and uh, a lot of history. I actually watched the whole thing just because I was just interested to see. I watched the recap of him like mm -hmm. trying to figure out what exactly happened. <laughs> he yeah. was just like, I don't know that he ever actually answered one of my questions. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, Tucker Carlson asked a question. And it was like a 40-minute answer. Yeah. <laughs> going through the history of Russia. Yeah. But uh, I'll have to look up the Putin uh, cancer vaccine. Yeah, I think it, I um, literally, I think I saw claim. it on BBC, like their really? little Instagram thing. All right, well, I'll take a look and see if that's a real thing. Yeah. So, all right, you guys, that's all the time we have today. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please hit that like and subscribe button. Leave us a comment. Can't see, can't wait to see you next week here on Nip Talk.